You're now listening to the Something Good Podcast Network. Please press any key to continue. see someone oh, yawn that happens to me and like, even if you think about it too long you'll start yawning um but no i just love fucking with people like if, I, if i'm around someone long enough i could do it <laughs> just just little things you know what i'm saying just just the smallest of the small your own form of being dr strange well, no, it's, it's, it's a tick <laughs> <laughs> i'm not i'm not trying to give someone tourette's by proxy but like <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of The Couch Potatoes. I'm Alex Morrison. And this week, I figure we can actually go about this similar to what we did a couple weeks ago with the Batman. Uh, We've been wanting to do an episode on Doctor Strange for a minute. We were going to have a special guest with us, a couple different special guests, but everyone kept being a little too busy. So Mm -hmm. it's like, screw it, we're here now. But. Same thing with the Batman. It's been out for a minute, so if we just gave like a straight play, but it's not been out long enough for us to do a retrospective to where we plot out the yeah. movie. But it's also not recent enough to where we should go through and plot the movie. It's like mm. it's still pretty fresh on everyone's minds. Spoilers ahead of time, if you're even that okay. Just give it away. Side note: we've 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 brought up spoilers and all this mm-hmm. thing before. If you've not watched insert movie or TV show here Hmm. and you click on a video you can't get mad about a spoiler or you click on a podcast about you can't get mad about a spoiler you can't and I've never understood that part of the culture it's like for instance at the time of recording this I've not watched Stranger Things season 4 yet so guess what I've not clicked on any video that has Stranger Things season 4 in it because I don't want it spoiled for me It's like it's one thing if you just someone's being a dick and mm. posts it on Facebook or Twitter or Imager or something, yeah. but like if it's a video on Facebook or Instagram or, or I mean YouTube rather, just stop yeah. or a podcast. I remember listening to a podcast and they would say that all the time, and it was just like you're, it was it was a series about murder mysteries, and it was like it's not really a mystery; it's it's a well known fact that that person is dead, <laughs> and, they're, and they're not saying it like ironically, like and spoiler alert, she took a blunt object yeah. to the head. Yeah, it's not like. Oh, oh no! Nicole Brown Simpson might be alive. No, 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 she's not. No, no, no. Spoiler alert: He did cut her fucking head off. <laughs> and spoiler alert: We had a pretty good movie, I'd say, with Doctor Strange, especially. Yeah. Um, that was the first time I was back to the movies for a minute. Yeah, because you didn't see Batman. Well, no, I hadn't went to the no. movies till about twenty twenty. January of 2020. Yep, because no. I was going to say, we downloaded both Spider-Man and Batman to watch here, and then we finally went out to go see the wizard himself. <laughs> Sam Raimi's Wizard of Oz. Okay, yeah. Straight off the bat, you could tell this was a Sam Raimi film, and that's something I enjoyed. Yeah. It's like, even down to like the cinematography, the way certain scenes were done, mm-hmm. this really did feel like a Sam Raimi movie, and I really enjoyed well, that. Well, Sam Raimi has a lot of techniques that are copied a lot that he invented. 
especially for just the horror genre, not not to see. Um, especially the uh, the practical uh, the practical effect he uses when speeding up a shot, mm-hmm. um, like going into like Evil Dead. They even did it in the remake was the low to ground speed shot. And it's basically a camera hovering over the ground and going as fast as it can. He does that in the beginning shot where it's a, it's a downward spiral, but it's close enough. You can kind of get a f- kind of feel of how fast is this camera moving? Mm-hmm. It's a nice zoom in shot, just going into uh, America Chavez and Dr. Strange mm-hmm. getting run down. <laughs> oh yeah. And that, and, and all the different, Action points points of the um, series were really good, and I think we brought it up on the uh, Moon Knight episode. How it or yeah, the, our Moon Knight episode. How it felt like this series was a little bit more brutal with blood and gun violence. This movie, within five minutes, has a version of Doctor Strange taking a tendril straight through the chest. Yeah, and it's just like fuck. Okay, they are. What are they going to do the rest of this movie? Yeah. <laughs> a, a character that kind of like even in the preview seemed like. All right, this one might make a difference. Like this mm-hmm. one, Doctor Strange with the hair tied back, I yep. like kind of a, a weird look. If this one speaks Spanish, just yep. so I watched the movie, uh, and it kind. Of, I'm glad they showed that mm-hmm. in the trailer because it when it opens up like that, you got so much more room to fuck oh, around. Oh yeah, with. and you know, me and you both watched all the the stuff coming up toward the point before even the showing, and I remember watching some of those, and I love hearing the fan theories. Oh and, yeah, and I like. Yeah, this person might be in it. This person's going to be in it. Oh yeah, definitely, this person's going to be in it. And then them just them just fail. <laughs> and, I, and I do, I, you know, I've said that before during the Batman podcast, but um, I like just the super speculation because you know that's you know that's what Disney's going to do. They're just going to ride, you know, spin that fucking top, and they're going to ride you all the way up until premiere. And it's like Thor. Thor is the first one I've seen mm-hmm. that doesn't have a shit ton of people speculating about who's going to be in it. No, because no one really knows. Everyone's up front, though. Like, the trailer's yeah. very up front who's in it. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's it. Like, that's... It's fucking amazing that Thor can do that. But, right. But, like, a Spider-Man movie. Like, I remember that I remember that coming out, and it's like, oh, man, there's going to be two Spider-Man movies. The two people, like, Tobey Maguire's coming back for sure. Fuck mm-hmm. yeah. Andrew Garfield. That fucking liar. He never, he's never showing up. <laughs> no, one likes, no one likes him. Fuck him. And then you're like, holy shit, they brought him and the fucking cast with them. Yep. They made him a sad sack, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they brought him back. Um, and this one, you know, they they kind of pull the wool over your eyes a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know what you felt going into it, but based on the trailers, I saw it as there's a big bad. Mm-hmm. Wanda's involved. Doctor Strange is involved. And... This new chick is involved, a fairly yeah. new character, and you don't know who the bad guy is. Honestly, I, they were they were able yeah. to hide the fact that Scarlet Witch was going to be the bad guy because you're thinking, oh, she's having a crisis that mm-hmm. he's probably helping with while helping this girl, and it's bleeding through. Yeah, that's all I, I got from the trailers. I was gonna say I thought it was, she Wanda was going to be a villain by proxy. A villain by accident kind of thing. Like, everything she's been doing with the Darkhold to find her children messed things up, and she wasn't aware, and she would be the only one that would be able to fully take care of, and she would have to use the dark magic, and that it maybe sets up her being a big bad for the next movie. I'll 
honestly, I thought one of the coolest transitions was when Strange went to her the first time. And she was in that huge um, meadow, forest, whatever, of the, like, the beautiful trees and her the apple, white flowers. Her or, her, yeah, her orchids. Yes. Orchids. And Strange immediately called it. And yeah. you thought it was just kind of an odd line. And she, he was like, you know, it smells, you know, real. She's like, it's because it is. I put the magic behind me. And then she slips up because he never said America's name. And she was like, well, why don't you just bring America here? And you see it on his face immediately. He just kind of stops and she stops. She's like, you didn't say her name, did you? Mm-hmm. He's like, no, I didn't. And then ever, all of a sudden it does the WandaVision hex thing where it kind of circles around and you see just the whole desolation that's happened all around because mm-hmm. of the dark magic. I thought that was cool because you really weren't expecting that to a point mm-hmm. because they've not, you would, you kind of imagine the whole idea of the hex mm-hmm. being just WandaVision, just something interesting they created to create Westview. Not that she would be continuing to use it on such a large scale. Mm-hmm. I thought she would have learned her lesson. Yeah, I think she was able to even even just to go into the whole Yeah, he could teleport into it without problems, you know, without having to interfere with that bubble or whatever she had, mm-hmm. that barrier. And I thought that was very unique. Yeah. Now, uh after I'd watched the movie, um like a, like a month later um, I think it was, no, it was recently I had saw a uh, concept deleted scenes mm-hmm. they did. And before Dr. Strange, one of the concept deleted scenes was before Dr. Strange shows up, uh, Mordo mm-hmm. shows up first. Like, like prior to like Dr. Strange saving America Chavez yeah. that early on. And he's trying to take her down. Mm-hmm. And she puts him down. That's why we don't see Mordo, except ah, in the other dimension. Yeah. But they took it out. It was um, it was on those Disney's uh, Master Makers or whatever. Oh, okay. Got it, got it. Uh, and they had took it out because they want to keep Mordo in the in the series. Right. And they thought, you know, just going in straight out with, you know, killing a variant Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. And then going into the next scene with Mordo, a villain that we can use later on down the road. Yeah. Uh, and just get cut down so Immediately. quick. Because... Going into the first movie, at the end of the first movie, Mordo's objective is get rid of people with magic. Mm-hmm. And who else would you start next with except for the one person who's done a lot of damage? This red bitch. <laughs> the Red Ranger. <laughs> but not in, and back to the um, Sam Raimiisms. I mean, by that point in the movie, when um, the Shumagorath lookalike yeah. is um, attacking America and, you know, Strange saves the day after jumping out of the window at. Um, uh, what's her head's wedding? Rachel McAdams. Yes. Um, and get, get, shout out again. I want to say this one more time. They were casual as fuck about watching shit getting destroyed. The civilians in the fucking MCU are dead to the world. Like their their PTSD mm-hmm. is just overcome. Like it, it, they are done. Like they're just like, yeah, take me. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I will say one uh, at the very beginning of that scene. Mm-hmm. There was a Sam Raimiism that I've not seen any of the um, people doing breakdowns and stuff. No one's really called it, probably because it's not a strictly him move, mm-hmm. but it's been vacant from every superhero movie that he hasn't done. At that exact scene, when Strange looks down and sees uh, just random cars moving because the uh, Shumagorth character's got himself cloaked, so he just sees all this weird shit happening... There's a there's literally a quick shot of camera kind of down uh, looking up at him perspective. He and he kind of is looking past the camera, finishes his martini and walks away. 
Yeah. You've not really seen a shot like that, but you see it in Spider-Man movies. Like something's going down. It shoots to Peter Parker looking at it and walking off mm-hmm. or get like jumping into action. Yeah. And you've not really seen that a lot from different uh, movies. So I just thought that was kind of, that was something my brain immediately clicked when it yeah. just kind of showed that quick shot of strange finishing in his martini and just kind of turn around, sitting it down, pulling the cloak out, jumping out. Yeah. It's like, that was just a cool little thing that I feel like was a Sam Raimi directed moment. Uh, it, if you watch it in a superhero film or anything like that, it's, ugh, I gotta go to work kind of thing, you know, especially in the Spider-Man movies, like, ah, oh, fuck, I gotta go work. Mm-hmm. You know, that, and I think that's kind of funny, especially from Sam Raimi. I can see him seeing like a superhero's point of view of just like, fuck, I gotta go to work. Yep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he doesn't like, he's got nothing, you know, yeah. <laughs> he just makes money appear. I guess I don't fucking know. He's not, <laughs> he's not technically the Sorcerer Supreme no more. No. Because and, he disappeared. And he was never on the Stark payroll. No. And he, well, he didn't have to be. He's a fucking magician. <laughs> he make money by going to like birthday parties and summon a demon bunny out of a hat. The magician. Yeah, he's just he's like a ma- magic man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is this your card? No, loser. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Spit on by a kid. He's like, I'll send you to hell. <laughs> but uh, the, the 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 monster though mm-hmm. um, is is a is a hell of a pull from H.P. Lovecraft and stuff like that. That was used, you know, in Marvel. Yeah. But. Uh, the way they designed it was mm-hmm. uh, kind of bad. And like, if you freeze frame a scene where he's just like going toe to toe with it, mm-hmm. it looks like it would be the cover of a comic. Oh if yeah. You to make a cartoon, you know, giant monster with a bus and he's flying in the air, kicking its ass. You know, that's, that's fucking good. Yeah. You know? And they did a lot of uh, practical effects um, away from them. Oh yeah. Uh, especially the ledge scene where she gets uh, hopped up on the ledge and mm. she's, she's about to fall. Mm-hmm. That's all, Going back to the first Spider-Man movie, that's all like brickwork. That's all sandstone being snapped. Okay. Right? That isn't like CGI bricks and shit. They built a set. They put her on top of it and told her good luck. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I Toby liked, did it. You can do it too. Yeah, yeah. And he was drunk. <laughs> but like, it, it, it's Sam Raimi is very good at using more practical effects in his stuff, mm-hmm. especially you know. He had nothing really to work with when the Evil Dead series came out. Yeah. And it's all practical effects. And he talks about it on his movies. Mm -hmm. It's like, hey, how did you make that like one scene where the demon's head explodes? Oh, it's made of baloney. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, oh, that's disgusting. He's like, but it looks cool, don't it? (laughs) Well, it's like Night of the Living Dead using fried chicken and uh, chocolate syrup. Yeah. But like, even like even with the whole like puppeteering of the giant like deer head in his movies and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. It it all works out. Yeah. Um, And, I would like to see more of that because, you know, Jurassic Park back in the day did it. Yeah. You know, there was a practical effects, but there was CGI, but you can meld the two. That's yeah. why Jurassic Park is kind of like the perfect movie is because there's no movie that looks like that anymore. Mm-hmm. All right. He, no one, no one bothered to take the time to do that again. Yeah. Um, and, you know, CGI now is fucking fantastic. It's almost on that, um, that one border of the, uh, what is it called? The Uncanny Valley. Yeah, Uncanny Valley, yeah. Which is scary. Like, there is, there's going to be a moment where the Uncanny Valley, we've surpassed that, mm-hmm. and then you have to allow an instinct to kick in. Because, <laughs> like, I play some, like, Red Dead Redemption 2, Spider-Man, mm-hmm. all these games that came out, even Fallen Order, they look fantastic oh, yeah. in their movies. And we had talked about it last podcast, why not just do another movie like that, but CGI. Yeah. But what if we did it to the detail of what an Unreal Engine 6 can do. Mm, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, it would be fantastic. Oh, I yeah. Mean, I would go to the theater and watch a movie like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the CGI stuff is like, even the beginning of it, that's one of the cool things about it is like, even though you are implementing so many um, 
tactile and real life things that whole intro scene was just a beautiful cgi landscape of like what what was it the center realm or something like that well no it wasn't the mirror realm it was a it was a shared universe realm like there was only one of it and it was kind of like the divergence or the convergence rather of all the different multiverses because there was they were trying to get the book of fishanti and there was only one book of fishanti it's not yeah, like yeah, different it, it, universes it like had a, one. It was just like a pocket realm that held yeah. like a special thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that pocket realm is just absolutely nutty looking. Yeah, and it it looks more dangerous than it is because like later on we find out that giant monster is not there. It, it was sent there. Yeah, to, by, by Wanda. Yeah. And, and that was the crazy thing, Rewatching the movie with mm-hmm. all of that in perspective. I'm yeah. just like, God damn, you cold bitch. Yeah. <laughs> um, Speaking of, uh, what did you think of America Chavez? Because heading into it, you actually had a whole lot of high hopes, and you were just like, "I think America's going to be a really cool character," and this, that, and the she other. Was. She was. She's she's fairly new in the whole like canon, um, and that's that's what I really wanted to see going in. You know, we all know who the X Men are, the Avengers, Thunderbolts. You know, we all know who these the Spider Mans. <laughs> you know, all we know all the villains. We know all of the heroes. We know their backstories going into it. Give me something new. It doesn't have to be my demographic. It does not have to appeal between someone 18 and 45 white male. It does not have to appeal to that. Just make something fucking new. Yeah, take, and good. Take something new, like the Miss Marvel thing. Mm-hmm. If you actually sit down and like address it, it's an original character. She's only called Miss Marvel because she's a fan. <laughs> but like she has a Mr. fantastic S ability. But she has a unique story, a unique background. It goes kind of goes with like the X Men storyline, which was, "Hey, we're different. Everyone else hates us." She's going in it without that mentality, but it develops because people hate it. Mm, you know, okay. on the outside end of the fans, you right. know, the fans become the bad guy. Ah, uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what. It, that's we'll what, save that for the Star Wars episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like. Even the majority of fans, you know, can acknowledge like, yeah, that's a solid character. What's her one power? It's an X-Men-esque power. She's kind of like Jinx a little bit. Uh, so she just opens up dimensions. Yeah, star portals. Yeah, and that was a cool thing too. Mm-hmm. The star portal shapes. It is yeah. just like, that's very unique. It's yep. not like a witchcraft thing. It's it separates just, it from the sling ring look. Yeah. It separates it from a yeah. different character that does a... Uh, a, a teleportation look. Mm-hmm. So it's like everyone has like their own look for the way they jump yeah. through dimensions and portals. And it works out really well because we're getting a new look, we're getting a new ability, we're getting a new character. Three mm-hmm. things we really need. Is it enough to build a movie on? No. But what if we introduce her as the second listing on the sheet? Mm-hmm. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness starring Benedict Cumberbatch <laughs> in America Shop. You know, the girl that plays America Shop. You know, give her second. Cumberstitch. Give her the second billing on the movie. Yeah. All right. Let people know, like, hey, this is who's in the motherfucking movie. Mm-hmm. This is what it's about. It's about a girl on the run. Yeah. Being helped by top tier villains and heroes trying to get from point A to point B yeah. without being murdered. <laughs> and, and that was the thing, too, is I think that was actually a really good way to introduce her character because we got her backstory mm-hmm. and everything. It didn't belabor any sort of singular thing and almost kind of gave her more of a backstory than we would have typically gotten. Because imagine if we got the America Chavez Disney Plus series or movie, okay, 
And the plot was she got scared by a bee, opened up a portal, her moms flew through it, and then ever since then she's just been out on the run. Now all of a sudden, someone somewhere somehow wants her power. Mm-hmm. That would just feel a little contrived. And then we find out it's Wanda. It's like, no, why, why does Wanda want this person's powers? But because it was connected to a Doctor Strange movie, Strange was there to anchor the whole thing and be the bridge between the two. You actually cared about America's powers even more and you felt the gravity behind it because you didn't have just a character that's kind of off her rocker a little bit now trying to siphon someone's powers. You've got someone like Doctor Strange that, at least until maybe the last quarter of the movie, had his head on straight, (laughs) literally and figuratively, also sees the strength of her power. Mm -hmm. So now we as the viewer go, oh, she is very important. This is a very important character and skill set. So that when she does pop up in another series, we're like, oh, oh, shoot, yeah, it's that. Same thing with Kate Bishop. In the Hawkeye series, that was a perfect way to introduce her character. If she had gotten introduced any other way, I think she wouldn't have gotten as much praise. But they're doing very good at introducing kind of like the new guard to the series. The thing about America Chavez, I don't think they're going to add her to that new guard. I think it was a great... You don't think she'll be part of the Young Avengers? No, I think she will be a a gateway character to other movies. Uh, So when we meet along the way. Okay. um, So like, if you think about the villains in Marvel that we've seen Thunderbolt Ross mm-hmm. R.I.P. Um, Ghost from the Ant-Man movie the second Ant-Man and Wasp movie um, a couple other villains like Baron Von Zemo mm-hmm. and stuff like that people who are grounded a little bit those will be the bad guy those will be like the Thunderbolts your Dark Ant- Avengers Dark Avengers your US agents and stuff like that because she's way the fuck up here in mm-hmm. tier of ability she'll be like the Doctor Strange and show up when the big call comes. Or Captain Marvel. Yeah. But like she'll call, she'll be that big one that shows up. I mean, that I, could I, I very well happen, but she, at I the imagine, same time, I think I, she'll show up in probably the Marvel's mm-hmm. movie, but I don't think she'll be part of any type of Avengers set just well, because her ability deems her to travel. Well, that you could say the same thing about Dr. Strange being part of the Avengers. Technically he outclasses everyone outside of Thor. When it comes to strength and abilities, Thor would probably be the only person well, that could they, out win only because of his strength well, if, and Milnor. But think about what the Young Avengers group would be. You've got someone like Kate Bishop, your Hawkeye. Spider-Man's probably going to be part of it, so you got a Spider-Man. And then Miss Marvel might be. <clears throat> and she's got just a kind of, a, like you said, a, a Mr. Fantastic type powers. You really don't have someone extra like a Doctor Strange. So I could totally see her getting wrapped in with all that and being the additional help for a Kate Bishop and a Spider-Man and everything all, else. You know, it always comes back down to writing at the end of the day. The only problem I have with it is, is like, if you're going to make her part of that, give her more than one ability. Oh, I think she's going to find more. Yeah. Because Which is her totally one fun. her one thing is and it's fucked up. They made it like, kind of like a niche mm-hmm. where she can just open portals between dimensions. Yeah, that's it. They don't have her like bouncing between them, mm-hmm. like, using them like a teleporter or anything like that, trying to get behind somebody or anything like that. Right. And plus, if you notice, when it activates, it's like a fucking vortex from hell. It just sucks like, everything <laughs> in. So like, if she decided to open one near the sun, mm-hmm. like <laughs> it'd kill a person. <laughs> well, see, and I think that's what makes it a really interesting move set, though, mm-hmm. because it's not like the teleportation or different kind of 
dimensional jumping that we see from other characters. It is a specific niche type skill set that could just come in handy in dire situations. There's, there's a lot they could do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would hope they, you know, if they do great, you know, now you have another original cast member who can go in and, you know, be a mainstay character, Yeah, you know, and be backed up by pillar characters. So right. one character I've noticed who's been in the MC a lot is Wong. Mm-hmm. Wong has appeared in multiple fucking movies. I wouldn't be surprised if he shows up in Thor. Um, I would, you know what I'm saying? Like he would, he showed up in Shang Chi mm-hmm. as a niche thing, which carries over Fighting into, with uh, Abomination, well, which it was a it was a staged fight. Yeah, but it goes into She Hulk yep. because we see uh, Tim Roth, uh, who plays Abomination from uh, the Ed Norton Hulk movie, um, as like, hey, I could turn into this thing whenever the fuck I want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wong boosts me out a little bit to get out, get some air. Yep. Blah, blah, blah. And there's just like, why is he in a cell and why is Wong breaking him out just to do this one little fight and then whooping his ass and then putting him back in a cell? It's just like, there's a weird dynamic. Is he mm-hmm. as bad as he thinks he is? You know what I'm saying? So, and they're still using the same set screening they did with the background and um, Wong just being like in at the end of the movie in the in the middle of the movie and at the end of the movie so the end credits of that movie was hey we're looking at the rings uh, Mark Ruffalo shows up with a broken arm he's not the Hulk but he's, he shows up Captain Marvel's like hey those things are a beacon we need to get rid of those fucking things or do something with them because they can't figure it out and that's I think that's going to set up mm-hmm. more stuff for his character to be like the I don't want to say like a Stan Lee character yeah but like a mainstay anchor character. And I love that because I love Wong as a character. Oh, I he's think fucking he, funny. he's great. He's funny. And I, I don't, I've keep forgetting the, I think the actor's name is also Wong. Mm-hmm. Either way, if I got that wrong, I'm sorry, but no, I, I could have swore like I saw like a press thing and they actually referred to him as Wong. But, uh, the actor is extremely good at playing that straight-faced comedy, mm-hmm. like that deadpan, I'm being yeah. serious, but what I'm saying is funny way. And he's also a very good, like, emoting actor. Yeah. Like, when shit gets real, and it's like, you see the intensity on his face. Like, he, he does, because it does feel like sometimes, or at least in the early days, second-rate actors or second-tier characters mm-hmm. in these movies would... Not really phone it in, but at the same time, you could tell they're like, I'm not entirely sold on this. This is a movie for kids, you know, that kind of mind frame. Um, he does not do that. He was at a show on Netflix. It only had two seasons, which is kind of sad. It was, uh, it was a Marco Polo. Mm-hmm. He plays uh, Kublai Khan, which is the grandson of Genghis Khan, another ruler. And he does a fantastic job. Mm-hmm. This man is a monster of a human being yeah. in, in the history of the world. But you kind of feel for the motherfucker in the, in the show. Like I, I watched that show and just like, fuck Kublai Khan was right the whole time. <laughs> and this man diverted a river to erase a town. So keep that in mind. When yeah. show. This is the same kind of situation we've had with a uh, snowfall and Franklin. Mm-hmm. Who sounds crack. Uh, I, I love Franklin. Congratulations on the war on drugs for winning the war on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> but like he does, he does a fantastic job. And you know, this, this, that, for him to be picked in the original Doctor Strange movie, mm-hmm. along with some other castings and stuff, like I hated the fact they got rid of the bad guy from the first Doctor Strange movie. Yeah, he would have been a great villain mm-hmm. just to add to the element of the story because it's Mads Michelson. Mads Michelson is the perfect villain. 
He played Hannibal Lecter. He played uh, uh, the bad guy in Undead, which was a, a Western. Um, and he does a very, very good job as being scary but subtle. Um, so I, I, this goes back to something we talked about earlier in a couple other podcasts. Was does does Marvel get rid of their villains too quick? I think so. Yeah, and that, he was part of Phase Two, which mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I can understand. <laughs> you know, you got, your cast is getting pretty fucking outrageous. You got the main actor is asking everyone to get twenty million dollars. It's like shut the fuck up, man. Like we're trying to make some motherfucking money, but but they're making billions of fucking dollars on these things. Back to Doctor Strange, though. Uh, one of the other things I thought was actually really cool was the scene in which uh, it's after Dr. Strange confronts Wanda and he's like, you know, she's like, I'm going to come to Comertage and I'm going to get that girl. You know, you can either hand her over or I'm going to have to stop being polite or, you know, whatever she said, uh, merciful or something like that. Reasonable. That's what it was. Um, And then when she finally gets in, you know, strikes down, you know, the shields and all that, when she starts figuring out where they are through the puddles and the reflections. That was cool as hell. Cause that was a, that felt like another big Raimiism. That felt like something you'd see in the evil dead. You know, it's like all of a sudden, like her eye is like popping through like the water and shit and they're having to cover it up. And then like the way she crawls out of the TV yeah. and she, I mean, crawls out. it's like the scene of her, the kid crawling out of the yeah. TV of her crawling out of the uh, gong. Yeah. That's Margaret's your character. Yeah. But like, yeah, yes, yes. So that that kind of adds the elements of other horror movies he's done, uh, the whole twitching, bones breaking, other other joints creaking and cracking, muscles tearing. It, it adds to kind of what you said was kind of the horror element. Yeah, um, which is something that we've really not seen in Marvel property outside of the animated What If, where we finally yeah. saw some Marvel zombies. And that's and that's good though because you don't want superhero movies to just be superhero movies or Star Wars just to be Star Wars films. Hey, let's watch a Star Wars film without Jedi and make it an espionage movie. Mm-hmm. It was perfect. Yep. Let's watch. Let's make a Captain America movie. A man who's grounded in somewhat reality and do an espionage movie because he works for the military. He works for a secret organization. Let's make it an espionage movie. Yeah. Like a 007. And, and then have was, him find out that the thing he's been working for uh, ever yeah, since he got unfrozen is actually the bad guy. Yeah. Then, you know, it builds. Yeah. You know, just that's what that's what the new 007 movies are so good is, you know, it builds a new universe, you know, mm-hmm. picks up. Um, and I think with Love and Thunder will be probably more of a, more of a, like, Less actiony and more of a drama. Really, it'll be a comedic drama. Okay, because uh, Taika Waititi is always fucking hilarious. <laughs> Even he, he has that deadpan attitude too. Um, he was actually in that movie I watched for, uh, recently, Free Guy. Yeah, he was the bad guy. Um, but you know, like even the Spider-Man films, you know, they could they could delve a different way. Um, it can't, you know, instead of just being you know Spider-Man saving the day, let's let's make him make it a mystery, but like make the villain chameleon actually have him use his brain and investigate and i think that would that would ramp everything up you know well i think the reason i don't think they've really been afraid to do that i'm just surprised they went the direction they went with the horror aspect because well because the reason i am though is because a lot of the stigma that they've been honestly i feel like they've been trying to fight is that these marvel movies well they're comics comics are for kids and you know you don't want gratuitous violence or drugs or sex and you know think about even the company they're with disney 
that, you know, they will Photoshop out uh, Walt with cigarettes mm-hmm. between his fingers, you know. So it's like they are vehemently anti-tobacco and, you I know, think- all this other kind of stuff. So for them to allow a Doctor Strange movie and Sam Raimi to kind of position the middle of the movie to be a miniature horror movie... Big props on them because like, let's go ahead and kind of get to that scene. So America and Doctor Strange fly through a couple different multiverses and land in this utopian type place in which they're uh, grabbed and taken into custody. And you find out it's the um, Illuminati, which had Charles Xavier from the X-Men movies, which was really cool. No, that's um, not just cool. What he rolls in on the yellow wheelchair, floaty wheelchair, and then just to the background music, whoever was a that was my jam. Oh, I I saw you out of the corner of my eye, like you, you just you did lean up a little yeah. bit. You're like, oh, this is cool. Granted, <laughs> the place we did it, I would fall asleep with that motherfucker. Oh yeah, if great I was, if I decided to have a drink and just sit the fuck back, uh, yeah, yeah, I would have fallen asleep. I don't care how good the fucking movie was. Uh, but yeah, so we got him. Uh, we got a different version of Captain Marvel mm-hmm. uh, with her friend that was uh, that had the kid that gave the cringy line. If you don't yeah, do it, dude. what kind of example are you setting for me as a mom? I'm yeah. like, no, shut the fuck up, you kid. You don't know yeah. what the fuck you're talking about. Quit so making she, this. Mm. So she becomes the Miss Marvel. Uh, Mordo is yep. Sorcerer Supreme mm-hmm. uh, because uh, in that one, you know, Doctor Strange is dead. Yep. And then we have Black Bolt. Which I thought was a great pull because they got the original guy, Anson Mount, to come back. And even with, you know, the kickback that show got, and it was terrible. It was. But there's there's no shame in the actor. Yep. You know, there's no reason why that actor can't well, be brought back. Same thing with the Amazing Spider-Man movies. I still, No Way Home did not change my opinion. I still don't like those movies, but I have a different opinion as Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man now. Because he had better direction. He had better writing. I loved him in this new movie. I still just don't like the way the writing was on those other ones. Um, And then you had um, Miss Carter. Captain Carter. Mm -hmm. Captain Britain. uh, With a jetpack, I thought was kind of funny. Yeah. Which kind of adds like a novelty Mm -hmm. to the whole like superhero thing. I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, some rocketeer type shit. Let's throw that in there. That's for you, Paul. (laughs) And And then the coolest one was Reed Richards, uh, Fantastic Four Reed Richards, played... The smartest man in the world. <laughs> played by fan casting. Yes. Um, what's his head? I'll John Krakowski. John Krakinski. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and holy shit, that was, that was the moment. It's like, in the back of my head, I'm sitting here going, they're going to pull something out. Because the rumors... Mm-hmm. All the rumors leading up to it is that Tom Cruise was going to be an alternate Tony Stark, which I have now heard he could not have done. And he agreed. He agreed to be part of it. But the filming was done at the same time as Top Gun. And he was not able to split his schedule. And that's the only reason we didn't get that universe's Tony Stark as Tom Cruise. But he was like, oh, yeah, I'll do it. I think that'd be funny. That'd be fun. I, I just, I, I wouldn't have wanted him in it. Yeah. No. Well, the reason I would have, because, okay, so the John Krakinski thing, that's an inside nod because ever since, well, actually even before uh, Marvel bought Fox, that's been the fan casting. They're like, make him Reed Richards, make him, you know, put him in the Fantastic Four. Him and his Four. wife as Mrs. and Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. They're like, this honestly looks right. And they're great producers and, mm-hmm. you know, actors, you know, put them in. So, 
I would have liked if we had gotten the Tom Cruise Iron Man because that was the fan casting before they settled on Robert Downey Jr. Mm. So that would have just been a fun little in call to that. And plus, would you? All right. So if it's the Illuminati universe, mm-hmm. the, the six one six Prime or whatever, would you want him to be the Ultimate Iron Man? You can put whatever name on it. I don't care. That, just, that, that's what that's what the fans wanted was yeah. him to be the the Iron Man who held the stones. Yeah, who was above all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no I, well, I wouldn't have wanted that. If if you're going to do something like that, just make another goddamn movie. Yeah, fuck it. It's all star talent. If you you have the fucking material, make it the all star. Make it another one. Yeah. Right, let's say uh, Multiverse of Madness. Do it. Uh, Iron Man Redux, mm-hmm. and at the bottom of it, put six one six Prime. Yeah, or Iron Man Prime. Mm-hmm. That's all you got to do. One 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 thing done. <laughs> your fans, you're fucking happy. Here's your new goddamn toys. Here's your new Legos. <laughs> you're fucking. You're you're done. You're happy. You're done. Uh, but was, not but not in this movie though. Of all the ones I wanted to see, mm-hmm. was Namor. Yeah. Yep. I could have gave a fuck. About I, had, I had a few friends that were like, "I wanted Namor. because they're going to do they're going to do Namor in the new Wakanda movie, the new Black Panther Wakanda yeah. forever." And I'm just like, "All right, that's cool, you know." But Namor would have been the shit. No, that would have been really cool. But they did a fantastic job of what they had, mm-hmm. and and I, they didn't have it for long and that's because not, that's because this is what yeah. I was leading to with all the horror aspects and why I was kind of surprised. So at this point, Wanda learns how to do the dream walking, and mm-hmm. she dream walks into another one of her bodies in that. Uh, specific universe i forget what the number designation non-witch wanda (laughs) yes non-witch wanda wanda that has two kids so she possesses that body figures out where strange is and goes to that place of wherever the illuminati hang out they never gave it a name Mm -hmm. she beats up a whole bunch of the ultron bots and then as she's walking out she has all this oil dripping down from her face and like they made it like actual oil color so it kind of had like a brownish hue to it and if you throw a slight pink light on it like they had a lot in those rooms it kind of gives the weird illusion of blood so you had like this visual Mm -hmm. of like wanda the scarlet witch it's a character waddling scraping herself through these hallways just covered in blood laughing screaming at this like holy fuck it's a a horror movie it's a carry vibe yes and i heard that's the big vibe with the new stranger things too um Mm. but we'll get to that um but what i was going to say to the horror thing was i think disney's willingness just to get sam raimi on with you know the blood and violence or whatever was because of shows like The Boys, Invincible, and The Walking Dead. These people are the same studios that said no to those three people. Okay? It's very true. They said no. Amazon's like, yes, we'll print some fucking money. Why not? We'll put it in a box and ship it to ourselves. You know? like, like, and, and, what's, and, what's, and what's popular now? Gritty comics. Yeah. All right? You know, it's not just for kids. They know what their demographic is. Mm-hmm. They know what the new demographic is going to be. It's people who read The Walking Dead, who read Invincible, who read The Boys, who read stuff like Cross, which do not read that as a disgusting fucking comic. <laughs> <laughs> but like, these are the people who read those. Yeah. And, you know, they're not trying to jump the shark mm-hmm. with the movies. I get that. Yeah. But when you said no to these people, they took a chance and made the blood and violence popular. Yep. Okay. Now, here comes Sam Raimi. Hey, you know, I used to work for... Hey, guys. I made some Marvel movies. You may have heard of them. 
two were okay. The third one was kind of shit. Um, <laughs> because you know, than the other two farm. Yeah, yeah, because you know I was probably on amphetamine yeah. <laughs> with Toby. <laughs> well, no, that that was a lot of studio meddling. Oh, yeah. You know that was. You know he was probably doing a fat line. He's like, let's make him dance. <laughs> <laughs> And do finger well, that guns. part, yes. Finger guns, dancing. Hell yeah. I want these people far away from me. <laughs> well, it's what a nerd thinks is cool. Yeah. And uh, it's cringy as fuck. Well, exactly. But that was the point. It's like, what would the nerd of Peter Parker think is cool? But with him, with him pulling him mm-hmm. to do that is, is, a, is a kind of an acknowledgement of what people like. Yeah. Am I going to get someone like Boz Lorman to do it? No. <laughs> you know, I don't want to make a fucking creature feature or anything like that. <laughs> but like it, it acknowledges the fact that all right, guys, here's your new genre mm-hmm. with the superhero, right? And you know, there's so many horror callbacks. There's the giant monster. There's the uh, going through the mirrors. There's mm-hmm. kind of like he does that really cool shot where it's like a close up then pull. Yep, which was in the mirror, uh, mirror and the puddle shots, which was very cool. He does the practical makeup. For the dead body of Doctor Strange, which oh, we'll seen. get to that. Well, we'll we, get well to they pulled it very early. His his uh, his body's all fucked up. Oh yeah, buried. yeah, yeah. When they when he's like proved to me that what because yeah. uh, oh yeah, because she explained that you know these dreams you're having aren't actually quote dreams. They're they are visions. alternate yous and other realities. And they're making fun of Wong because he's like got some weird fetish dream. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> like so that dream where I'm being chased naked by clowns. That's real? She's like, yep. in, in some universe, yeah. And you just see like this realization come over. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> um, but then, you know, pulling Sam Raimi for something like this, going from the horror scene to the last stand at Comertage, which there is a fucked up scene, you know, going like concurrently with America Chavez and Doctor Strange in the permanent, you know, the 616. Wong is getting his ass kicked by Wanda. And that one wizard, or sorcerer, yeah, whatever sorcerer, fucking, yeah, whatever Gandalf. Anyway, <laughs> the one he, you, you kind of see he's infatuated with this mm-hmm. a little bit. She's like, "We got to do what it takes," and she stabs the dark hold and bursts into flames and dies. Yeah. And it's like that's a very serious move. That is a kamikaze move. Oh yeah, but not only ramps her the fuck up, but you're like, "Oh my f- holy shit!" They're gonna kill Wong. Like this, yeah. is, this is exactly how he dies. <laughs> is her being just super pissed? Like, yeah, her taking a sling ring and opening up hell and just shoving well, him see, in. Well, <laughs> see, that was the first time I actually worried for Wong because, you yeah. know, certain characters have a bit of plot armor on yeah. where you're like, you know they're not going to die. Mm. You're kind of curious to see how they're going to get out of this, but you know they're not going to die. When that sorcerer stabbed the dark hole, destroyed it, and she lost her concentration, and she looked down at Wong with that face, I was just like... Like, it's just for that, because again, a few scenes prior, which is what I was leading up to, talking about the craziness. It's like, yeah, we get the Illuminati, then two minutes later, fucking Mr. Fantastic's turned into goddamn spaghetti. Yeah. I love the, um, I love the, I just love the whole thing of Doctor Strange handcuff. He's like, look, you do not understand. Uh-huh. I understand you guys beat Thanos. That's cool. Uh-huh. I understand that my Doctor Strange in it, your universe was a dick. I it, get it. I get it. And, you, and Black Bolt had to kill him. Uh-huh. Oh, and Fantastic. Way to go on how to show Black sorry, Bolt's powers. Sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah, yeah, and it's fucked up because that's what Black Bolt could do. He's he's he can fly. He can beat the shit out of you and blow your fucking brains out with a whisper. But when he's trying to explain to him, he's like, "Hey, there's a hellbound bitch coming for you. Her husband died. He was ripped asunder. You know, fighting this big purple bitch that you mm-hmm. got stabbed to death. She will rip you apart. Okay. Yeah. Because if she hadn't been 
blipped out of existence for a little while, she would have killed that motherfucker first. Yeah. You know that would have happened. Um, and they're just like, and they play it off. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> you guys, why did you fuck? You're supposed to be the smartest fucking man. Is everyone in 616 dumb? <laughs> like, that's what I think happened in the incursion. It's not like a bunch of people died. It's They became dumber. <laughs> they become. Well, 616 is what the universe we've been watching, not the alternate one yeah. that had Reed Richards in it. That's not 616. Yeah, but the, the, the alternate one, they talk about, hey, he caused an incursion. A lot of people died. I get that. I get, did it make you stupider though? <laughs> did you did you let the dumber one beat you to death with a rock? Like, you got to be shitting me! Like yep. they're so fucking dumb. And then this like this posturing, yeah. I didn't like. I'm just like, you think the Avengers would have been posturing to a man who was handcuffed? Well, see, okay, so well here here's the difference though, and this is kind of what I liked about it. You're right, mm. the Avengers would not be doing that. But the Avengers haven't had as many successes as the Illuminati have. The Illuminati are cocky because look at even the city that's around them. Clearly a city better improved by Reed and his knowledge. They've gotten very soft and very cocky where all of them feel like they're a bit of God. You just, you sit over there. We've got this. Look at everything else we've done. You think this is a problem? Shh. You other people from other universes worry too much. But which, is that- why, which is why even when they landed and got up to Wanda, everyone's striking their superhero poses. They're throwing out their monologues. Something that we actually don't really see a lot from our superheroes. I like, I and like, I think it's just a different mindset even, they even had. Even going into like, so he's being brought up and he's like, hey, who the fuck are you? Mm-hmm. And then you see a, someone throws a shield at him. Literally throws a goddamn shield at it, it bounces, comes back. And it's just like, okay, you're the shield person. Cool. <laughs> and there's a guy who signs. Okay. Uh, Reed Richard shows up, says, yeah, I'm the smartest motherfucker in the room. <laughs> okay, cool, bro. Yeah, if we're playing chess, you're fucking fantastic. You know, great. Mr. Fantastic. The Miss Marvel is a cunt. Yeah. She is. She threatens to murder him immediately. Yeah. And the only thing that kind of brings everything down a peg is Xavier coming. He's like, all right, guys, shut the fuck up. Let's hear what he has to say. And Mordo's yeah. like, let's just kill him. Like, <laughs> and I'm just like, if they, if they were fighting each other, it would be fucking hilarious. You know, like, it, it seems like if they were dropped drinking, yeah, this would be the motherfuckers to hang out with. Because they'd be like, ah, I got you, motherfucker. I took your hand. Ah. <laughs> yeah. But going into that fight, you know, she's coming out of that fucking room. Fire behind her. It's the Carrie look. It's yep. the original Sissy Space at Carrie. Yep. Covered in blood. She's wounded. Mm-hmm. Just, if they had just started playing Hellbent for Leather or something. Like, it's just like, dun-dun, <laughs> You know, like, it would have been fucking hilarious. <laughs> you know, or, or, or the intro to Firestarter or some shit. And like... <laughs> It would have been the Gene Simmons version. The Gene Simmons version. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Guys, if, if, if y'all don't know what I'm talking about on that, go, go on YouTube and click Gene Simmons Firestarter. And yeah, he was yeah. being serious. Yeah. Um, but going into it, like, all right, so they're, they're striking a pose. All right, yep. they're, they're ready to rock. And at no point does Black Bolt just murder this bitch. Yeah. He's like, like just whistle at her and, just, and just blow her the fuck up. That's what he could have done. Well, again, I think that's what comes with the cockiness. Mm-hmm. They weren't threatened at all, which is why when she was like, "What mouth?" Yes, and they, that's the Sam Raimi pull the the zoom out, and it's just like, "Oh fuck!" And she's like, "What did you? What were you going to say?" Basically, uh-huh. and then he explodes, which was perfect. Yep, which we, you know it did it. 
perfectly. Mm-hmm. And that sets the tone. Yep. Of what she's going to do to these fuckers. And then it's Mr. Fantastic turned into spaghetti. Yep. And then it's Captain Marvel, Marvel. or Captain Marvel versus Captain America versus Wanda. And I love her first action is a shield block. Yep. Just to go against Captain Marvel and just shove her the fuck down. And the cocky, just the look in Wanda's face, like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, a bitch with a (laughs) jetpack. And she kills her with her old shield. Well, that, and honestly, out of all the deaths, that's the only one that sunk me some. Because, mm-hmm. like, because it's like I saw the Black Bolt one happen, and I kind of had like the almost felt like you the first time I saw it. I was, I was like, oh shit, fuck. Like, that, that kind of hyped me up some. I was like, oh shit, things about to get real. Oh, yeah, me and Alex's uh, dynamic when watching terrible, brutal shit is totally fucking different. Oh, yeah, but I, I was falling into a Chris mood at this moment. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh shit, hell Rude, yeah. Yeah, Rudabaker. <laughs> and then, uh, and then Mr. Fantastic gets it. And that one cut me a little bit because I had never, I didn't really have a connection to Black Bolt. I was like, what the fuck ever. I liked Mr. Fantastic a bit when I was a kid and I'd never seen like that happen. And mm. I was like, Ooh, wow. Yeah. They, they really are going something with this. And then, yeah. yeah. And then the moment, cause it's like, cause they really built you up with Captain Carter too, mm. because they built you up with the cartoon series. So you're a little familiar with the character. You, you like the ending that she and Steve got, you know, in the real universe. So this character you've kind of followed for a while, you know, you've enjoyed. And then they even build you up a little bit more when she even throws out the, I can do this all day line. And it's like, I found myself almost got like fist pump and be like, yes, go get it, get it. And within two seconds after that, like you said, shoot, just that um, blade sent right back to her. Chops her in half. You would have been the. the I had no reaction. I'm just sitting there like. You would have been. Ooh, the, that hurt. You would have been the nail in the coffin for that. Other than that fucking shield. Mm. She could have said, "You're no Steve Rogers," and then cut her down. Oh. Well, so no, she would have not known about. Well, no, she knew Steve Rogers back then. She wouldn't have known what it meant though. No, but she she would have been like Steve Rogers. She would have quick associations like in her world. I'm Steve Rogers. Oh, okay, yeah. But can you imagine that someone she loved died became was the one who was Captain America in the other universe? Yeah, like it worked out for her. <laughs> and it was just like fuck. Right before I found, right after I found out, zip, gone. <laughs> she cut your fucking tether, man. She's you're done, and. Then the whole Miss Marvel thing, great. Yeah. Crush her with a big fucking statue. I don't care. Yeah. Fuck her. You know? No, that, that was cool. I was like, okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah. That was, <laughs> it, it, was a, it was a quick one-two yep. combo move. Zip. Boom. Yep. <laughs> and the last one, the holdout. You know, because Doctor Strange at this point is fighting Mordo, and Mordo's mm-hmm. being cocky as fuck. He's yeah. like, "Ah, the source," and he's like, he's becoming that ass. You know nothing, brother. Yeah. <laughs> and Doctor Strange is like, "This is a sire." <laughs> and like he pulls, the, he pulls the Dale Gribble Randy Marsh move yeah <laughs> that Kamehameha bullshit <laughs> and like gets loose handcuffs him like a dirty cop yep. and starts whooping his ass meanwhile Xavier plays a mind game with Wanda and it's like really you should have been a lot more aggressive in this situation because she just goes back into the dream because she's basically the Sorceress Supreme in her universe. Yeah. You know, the, the evil version. Yeah. And she just so snap. And like, yep, that's that's what the Hulk did. That's what the Hulk <laughs> did to Doctor Strange in the uh, Planet of the Hulk. Yep. The, Strange tried to do that situation. He broke his fucking hand. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, that that was kind of a pull. You know, the whole, let's go into let's go into their head and try to do it. And it's just like, you went into the wrong motherfucker. You know, this, isn't, <laughs> this isn't some rando bitch. No, I knew it was good. As soon as I saw the red smoke, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, he's dead. Yep. 
I was like, I don't know what that red smoke means, but whatever it means, and it ain't good for doctor. <laughs> you like, you know, the one who actually still has brains, Rachel McAdams' character, mm-hmm. the the their doctor. Yeah. It's like, all right, free. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right, America, <laughs> take the fuck off. Yep. Uh, let's get strange and dip. <laughs> and that's what I thought was cool about it too, is she was very by the books and was just like, look, I don't care what I was to you in your universe. This is a completely different thing, you know. We have our own shit to watch after, so we're going to treat you as if you're a threat until we realize that you're not. Sorry. And then all of a sudden, real threat happens. She goes, "All right, taking chances. Have at it. Actual maybe threats." Yeah, because like the big bat, the big guys are dead. Yeah, at least the Illuminati part are dead. You know, there's probably other Avengers or something like that. The Fantastic Four still exist. Now it's well three. Yeah, (laughs) the The fabulous three. Yeah, the terrible three. But. Then it goes into, and right before she does that, America tries to punch her way out. And that's when the first time we see what she can do a little mm-hmm. bit is she concentrates it, puts it in a fist, and tries to break that glass. So she has some sort of, you know, basic attack, basic yeah. hit move. Uh, and that's why I said, I feel like we're going to see her powers get explored a little more yeah. as time goes on. I hope they don't give her a stupid fucking costume. Because in the show, in the comics or whatever, like, they're, they're pulling from, she doesn't really have one. Yeah. She just looks like that. I mean, I think that's a great little get up and kind of have that be the differentiating thing where everyone kind of has like this odd costume or get up they wear. And she's like, what? I've got a jacket and some jeans. What's up? Yeah. Like, <laughs> but, um, going into the I got whole, pockets. It, you then don't. It, then it turns into, well, Yolanda's got pockets. <laughs> uh, then it goes into the chase. Yes. And this is what I really liked. I'm just like. Did she take the sling ring from Wong? Because I kept thinking about that. I'm just like, just zip past these motherfuckers and just catch them. <laughs> Do the horror thing. Just turn, make multiple portals and just yeah. start ripping people apart. <laughs> <laughs> and but the the chase was pretty good. Um, I do like the fact that she's inhabiting the body of the Wanda of that world. Yeah. And she kind of just dips, mm-hmm. which is kind of kind of fucked up. Because technically, when she inhabits that body, she won. Yeah. She's there. Yeah. She, she, her plot no longer needs to continue. Now she can be the mom mm-hmm. and still be Scarlet Witch with those two boys. But that chase, though, through like that kind of sewer-looking thing, mm-hmm. oh my god, that was so cool. And like, okay, and props to Elizabeth Olsen, fantastic, intense actor, mm-hmm. actress. However, I yeah. think I think they're referring to it all as actors now. They're like, don't differentiate actor and actress. It's sexist. So um, whatever. The so, actress <laughs> did Chris, great. Chris is like at me on none of my social medias. I have. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. What what will I do? I'll have to take the brunt of it. Oh no. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Drink some water. <laughs> <laughs> You're a friend. You're a friend. Toughen up. And then it's just like, you halfway through, I hate this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I hate this show. <laughs> and I'm just like, pick up the mic, hold the camera, <laughs> stop crying. But yeah, the chase, which leads them to the uh, the portal that that Universe is Strange made. And it arrives to the only part of the movie that no matter how many times I watched it, I tried to rationalize it. And it just, it has to, there has to have been some deleted scene or a recut because it still just does not make sense. They are running, 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 outrunning Wanda. They shut that big gate. And then uh, that universe is um, the girl that Strange never got with. I keep forgetting. Yeah, Rachel McAdams' character. She uh she was like, Yeah, this is a portal to the uh the Book of Ashanti. Um 
but only Strange knows how to open it. And then all of a sudden, he thinks to take the watch off and put it in there. That was the only bit that made me confused because it was also Rachel's character that suggested it because he was like, what what would I use? What would I use? What would I use? And she was like, Steven, and just points at his watch. And he was like, good idea. And just places it right in the middle of the doorknob. And then it starts rotating and it opens up. That's the only bit that just kind of felt very weird and confusing to well, me. Well, you could argue that the watch is a anchor point between all the Doctor Strange, just like the uh, the Uncle Ben is for the Spider-Man. So every Spider-Man has an Uncle Ben who died, or an esque Uncle Ben who dies. Right. You know, that's their anchor. That's their what. When we first watched Doctor Strange, he has a vanity over time and watches. The mm-hmm, whole point mm-hmm. of the first movie is time, controlling time. And that's what gets Doctor Strange involved. So why not make it something simple, something that other characters wouldn't notice? Hey, he's wearing a watch like the old Doctor Strange. I'm like, did the old one really re- use a watch? Like they wouldn't know, right? It's, it's like it's like looking at someone's shoes. You don't notice someone's shoes, no. But it is something that's an anchor for them, just like the Rachel McAdams character was the anchor for both of them, mm-hmm. just like the boys are an anchor for Wanda. She right. made, in ours, she made fake ones. In this one, they're real. Mm-hmm. So we don't see a vision. Because all mothers make children with magic in one yeah, way. But, like, <laughs> but that's that's her anchor. Yeah. You know, so I could understand the believability of that. And it plus it adds a little bit more in depth. It didn't feel like just all of a sudden randomly like, oh, now we're just going to use this. Oh, like a uh, MacGuffin. Yeah, like a random MacGuffin that we didn't think we had until like two seconds before it happened. The worst, that kind of the thing. worst thing other than a MacGuffin is when they skip it. If you think, if you think about it, if you watch a movie and like, like in the Spider-Man movies, the MacGuffin is Uncle Ben. Mm-hmm. If Uncle Ben hadn't died, well, I think a better example is uh, like in the Rise of Skywalker. The MacGuffin was the um, the Sith Wayfinder that yeah. they kept having to go, or like that the knife. Yeah, which side that does. is a MacGuffin. That yes. is the unobtainium that's an Avatar. Mm-hmm. Yep. that is a stupid fucking thing <laughs> because there's no there's no thing that explains why a piece of metal could match up to a, a planet that's ever changing and destroying a wreckage. So that is unbelievable. This, and, and just, I, just the I fact got that, small vibes of that with the watch, though. I didn't. Okay. I didn't just because it, you know, with the superhero genre, mm-hmm. you know, they're all angered by something. Yeah. Because, you know, like, like Mordo, Mordo still had the staff. Yeah. He had the staff. Yeah, but, but, but for it to be, I, okay, let me rephrase it. For it to be so needed, yeah, I can understand the disbelief. Or immediately recognized. That, uh, that I think is my main problem. Mm-hmm. Not that the watch was the key. I think that's fine. It was just such an immediate, we don't know what to do, beat beat strange points at his wrist Mm -hmm. he doesn't even think of it and even while looking at it goes huh it might work it's like it it, it just i don't know it just felt so odd what's worse it working Mm -hmm. or him putting that watch in there and just falling off and it's not working that that would have been that would have been worse that would have been a lot worse no that would have been better it's just not working they've been murdered in the next scene no (laughs) no use that as like the bit of comedy because have her be like, Steven points at the watch. She goes, huh, I think you're right. He takes it off. The music swelling, everything. He puts it in, just boom, falls back down. And I don't know, let America or someone be like, 
okay, what do we do now? And then you hear the doo, 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 and then they just find another way to bust through the door. I think that would have been the next scene and that would have been like, you dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been the next scene. Dumb bitch. But like it opens up to, yep. it opens up to the door of Ashanti, but there is some other doors mm-hmm. that goes to where the incursion happened that Dr. Mm-hmm. Strange has been. That's where the other, other Dr. Strange is. Yep. The uh, other, other, other. <laughs> I call it Dr. Strange three. Yeah. Uh, escape, <laughs> escape from the MCU. Because um, this one, he's batshit insane. Oh my god! Yeah, the, the, e- the legit evil Doctor yeah, Strange. Yeah, just listen to Bach and Beethoven. Be like, I can make this into metal. Like, and, <laughs> and man, their fight scene. I I saw some flack with it online. Like people were going like, you know, ten out of ten movie. My least favorite part though was uh, the music fight. Really, that was the battle. I thought that was fucking awesome. I loved the music fight. I'm, How, not like, even, I'm not even a musician, but I fucking loved it. I didn't even like it from a musician standpoint. Well, okay, let me phrase that. I didn't like it from a I play music standpoint. I liked it from a I understand music standpoint because they were using the different notes, notes. and like the way they were catching it made it like, you know, the way you would write out notes on, you know, a sheet. Uh, sheet of paper. So it's like, you know, just using those different things. And my favorite little bit where they're just there yeah. at each other. It's just, it's just kind of looks off to the side. You see his finger go up and just kind of like pluck the air and he plucks a harp yeah. and you see this one little teeny tiny note mm. about the size of a fly mm. kind of floating into the ball. And then it's like, that was the straw that broke the camel's back and he had more than power to fucking defeat yeah. a mountain. And that one gets blasted through the fucking window and impaled through the chest on his fucking Nightmare Before Christmas Tim Burton <laughs> chain link fence he's got outside. I think it would be cool with the whole like the string part if just like just a quick little riff of Master of Puppets or something. <laughs> it was just like yes! <laughs> Although I will say the use of uh, I don't know the names of classical uh, music. It was uh, Beethoven but- and Bach. Yeah, but the ones of like the dun 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 dun. Yeah, seven or seven. Yes. I thought that was a really good use of yeah. that. And they changed it up, you know, because uh, they play. Uh, each one's a little different. Each one's a little different. There's, uh, there's a part by uh, Chopin, there's a part by Bach, there's a part by Beethoven, and they keep throwing it back at each other. And it's yep. just like, these guys are knowledgeable of music because mm-hmm. they. They admired their hands. Yep. One of those things was they played music. They were a surgeon. They were this. They were that. They mm-hmm. were tippy top echelon of humans, human being. Yep. And that's why they became a superhero. So, I think that was. I think. I think. I, I think it was hilarious that that was a comedic part for me. They were yeah. able to add that to it because you know people are going to like a year from now someone's going to have you know pull that fucking scene. And just throw fucking like the offspring at Weezer or some shit. <laughs> you know, just, yes. re- just redo it. Yes, I'm surprised. That's the- well, it's probably going to get out on DVD first, but that's going to be a meme format. Yeah. <laughs> Toto by Africa. <laughs> it is like Electric Avenue. <laughs> oh, fuck. Electric Avenue. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. See, I hit you on that one. You weren't expecting that. And, um, but yeah, so basically it's all just kind of leading up to that evil Doctor Strange kind of telling him beforehand that you can dreamwalk and, you know, it's okay. I did the dreamwalking. He's like, okay, well, give me the dark hole. He's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, but you just told me how to do it. He goes, I know. And like, then, then give me the dark hole. This no. is how drugs are sold, man. Yeah, <laughs> you told me about I gave you a little taste. <laughs> now give me the dark hole. No. <laughs> so he finally dies. He gets the dark hole and... Uh, Rachel McDonald's character comes in and she's like, "But but how are you gonna get to well, Wanda?" First she warns her, she's like, "Don't 
fucking do that. Yeah, and she, and he's like, don't worry about me. And he's like, I just got a dream walk to another body. He goes, but but I thought, how are you going to dream walk to your universe if you're here? You know, you don't you need to have a live body? He goes, no one said anything about being alive. Yeah, and then the zombie. <laughs> yes. And then, so there's a part. There's a part with the whole. Uh, there's a foreshadowing of it's like you can't inherit dead bodies. Um, because you'll lose your soul to the damned. Yeah, yeah. So because the damned are going to want that. Um, and this is kind of like a uh, multifaceted kind of stair step a little bit. Um, so he gets there. He creates it. They start building in him. And then there's a there's an artifact in the room. Uh, it's a vase of some kind. I like that Rachel McAdams was with Doctor Strange long enough to know what the fucking things he did. Yeah. Because she pulls one out like a fucking bazooka, yeah. takes a candle, wham! <laughs> and just fucking obliterates some fucking demons. And, and that's another uh, Sam Raimi reference. Uh, the voices of the demons and the design mm-hmm. of the demons are very similar to... The Deadites. Yep. Yeah, so you could actually hear some of the Deadites from Evil Dead 2, which was... I'm trying to remember what Bruce Campbell's girlfriend's name was because Bruce Campbell's in it. Yeah. We forgot to mention that part. He makes... Round pizza balls. Yes. And gets beat to death. Because <laughs> um, calls America Chavez a thief. Yeah. Because technically she is. Well, see, that was actually one of my favorite little inside Raimi jokes is when he possesses his hand and he starts punching himself. Yeah. It's like, you know that has to be an Army of Darkness reference. Yeah. It has to be. Oh, that's, a, that's an Evil Dead reference. Or Evil too. Dead, yeah, right. Yeah. Well, it's all, it's all the same. But, um, yeah, just like... <laughs> She pulls it, shoots these fucking demons, but it's, you could hear, you could definitely hear the voice of the girlfriend when she comes out of the grave from Evil Dead 2. And I'm just like, oh my God, I recognize, how do I recognize that? You know, all the things I heard in the movie. Yeah. And I think I was kind of like subconsciously looking for it. Right. But uh, he's able to pull the dead body and as, and he's able to, you know, put these motherfuckers in line. He's like, no, you're going to work for me. And that's the cool shit because uh, she keeps pumping them up. She's like, you're Dr. Strange, mastic of the mystic art or master of the mystic arts. The grand wizard. Yeah. Yeah. It's easy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You made a fucking face when you said that too. I was just like, God damn you. (laughs) But no, uh, she's like, you know, you, she's like, the spirits work for you. Tame them. And it's like, he immediately stops his convulsing. You see him calm down, and all of a sudden, it's just like, oh, shit. He's about to make the souls of the damned work for him, and he's like, fuck you. Yes, I am. You're my cape. Yeah. <laughs> that that kind of reminds me of uh, like the way the visual is, where he, he stands up, and then you see the multiple arms and mm-hmm. stuff like that. That's when I thought, in the trailer, I thought, oh, that's going to be the bad guy. I did, too. So, um, at this point, Wong had tried to stop Wanda to get to her our dark temple, mm-hmm. which was built for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and she was like, why couldn't you have teleported us closer? He goes, uh, we, uh, us, uh, sorcerers are not allowed to become that close to the dark spirits. And she's, she just see her roll her eyes, start flying up and then like just drags him along with yeah. her. Especially to put like a noose around his neck and drag him. Like, yeah, basically. But, but, like, but I just the, loved her acting of prior, like just that eye roll. And just like, you've got to be shitting the prior me. Scene, the prior scene with Wong is he tried to fight the golems and he got knocked off a cliff. And all you see is, so his, his special weapon isn't a cape. It's a, it's a dagger, which he uses kind of like Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. Yes. Uh, so it, it's tied to like a, a sling ring and stuff like that. So you think he dies. You, you assume he dies because he gets thrown off a cliff. Um, Strange pulls the whole dead man cape, which I thought was a good callback to like Spawn mm-hmm. because the way it moves through the air, it's the exact way the way Spawn would move. Right. And um, God, I wish they would just make that a movie again. <laughs> 
But so he shows up and Wong is still holding tight. You know, he's passed out, but he's still there. Yeah. And then I just, it, it's the fight. Yep. It's the fight. She's got America Chavez. Chavez. And the reason they went to the temple is because you find out that the Darkhold is technically a copy. Yes. And that the original ruins at this temple is what was collected into the book for mm-hmm. easier trading among the witches. You know, you, you know there's a multiverse where the dark holds like on a PDF. <laughs> like <laughs> emailed to people. Yeah, just email, click, you know, just or like print it out. Melinda, I lost my dark hold again. Hold on, let me go into What's my your Google. email address. Well, go into my Google Drive. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is this V one or V two? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> what was the last modified she's, date? She's, she's looking for her old phone that had it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that would have been a more hilarious that that would be a more hilarious movie that it was her old phone. I need I need your copy of the Dark Hold. It's on my iPad at home. Which iPad? Which <laughs> fucking iPad? Yeah. The old one. Where's the fuck? I don't one? have the charger for that one anymore. God. <laughs> Damn Europe, <laughs> but like, um, but it, it's it, it's a hell of a fight to begin mm-hmm. with because it's a three person fight. Well, leading into the fight, I love when Strange swoops in, takes care of those golems for uh, Wong. Wong looks at him, and he's like Strange, and he kind of turns around. He's like, I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you broke like every fucking rule. Yeah, <laughs> he's just like, I don't want to know. Just save our ass. We'll discuss this later. Yeah, and uh, so. The fight starts, and I like how she's holding her own. She holds her own very well. Wanda. Yeah. Um, America Chavez, you know, he frees her long enough for him just to give her, it's like, pause. Take care of this. Well, because he's, she he's done. Well, because she already was like, look, you need to take my powers. I get it now. I didn't understand then, but I do now. This is too powerful for me to contain. Like, you, you mm-hmm. need to take them and control it. And he was like, no, you're going to kick that witch's ass. And that's the thing. And I love, this is the same Remy humor. And I, I, I was not alone, thankfully, because I wasn't able to control myself. But like me and about three or four other people busted out laughing when he was like, you're going to kick that witch's ass. It kind of clips to her. She kind of cuts a smile. It cuts back to zombie strange, really super close zoom in. And he does a wink. <laughs> and it's just like yes zombie strange winking is the yeah. simplest stupidest thing but it's like that made the scene um now going into like the whole like her control in it she's able to open a uh, a portal to where og strange is at um or first first she does it to the family yeah she does it to wanda first and very impactful. Yeah, it's fucked up. Really, yeah, because it's like, oh no, I'm your mom. Like, no, the fuck you're not. You're mm-hmm. you're a witch. Fucking back the fuck. Like, off. imagine just the reverse. Because the of other that. Wanda got back home. Yeah. Um, and by the way, other Wanda didn't seem freaked out, like because she woke up in that uh, pocket dimension where the um, uh, the book of Fashanti was supposed to be. Yeah. She just wakes up there and she's like, huh. And then floats back up to the door, and then you don't see her again. So she's like just totally cool with this, like, huh, I slept walk again, and now I'm in the pocket dimension. Might as well get back home. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's that's, 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 the, that's the secret of Wanda that we don't know of that universe is Wanda. She's getting possessed all the fucking time. Well, no, no, no. She's just, possessed. she's just really cool with a lot of shit. <laughs> she's like the MCU civilian. She's like, oh. Well, get back to the house. <laughs> Hopefully, it's not destroyed. And no. then a whole pocket, whole, whole opens. And I just like go go to the whole fact that her house is fucking beat to shit mm-hmm. because of these fucking people. Oh yeah. And 
you know, the kids are freaking the fuck out. I'm glad they kept the same kids. They look almost the same. I imagine they filmed a lot of these scenes concurrently with the I would, I would be um, shocked if they didn't. Because, you know, they, they plan that far ahead. Well, plus in child labor laws. Like, you can't have them brought in too many times. They can't do too long a shoot. Mm-hmm. So, I'm sure that they were just like, hey, we're going to film. The Duffer Brothers don't give a fuck about that. Disney does. <laughs> Because I used to. <laughs> well, no, they, they legit do. Because uh, even with the new Kenobi series, I don't know why, but apparently there's two kid Luke Skywalkers. Yeah. And like they have to swap out the character actor every so often. But um, no, that it is a very impactful scene because she's like, "You're not our mom." Yeah. Get the fuck away. Mm-hmm. And she does. She gets. She she dips. Yep. Um, Destroys the temple, mm-hmm. and you see a flash of red. But again, Marvel rules. We didn't see the body. I don't think she's dead. No. I don't think Scarlet Witch is dead. No. Nah, I imagine she's. they're going to pull her away to do some other yeah. multiverse thing. She's going to show up. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the zombie strange is left there. Good. Mm-hmm. You know. That's all taken they, care of. They get everyone back. America, you know, does the whole Uber and picks everyone up. Yep. <laughs> Star Uber. Yeah. Um, and everyone gets back to where they need to be. Yep. Um, Wong becomes source of supreme again. Mm-hmm. They're cleaning up Comertage. Wong, I mean, uh, Strange finally gives him the proper bow at the yeah. end, which you kind of saw coming because it was mentioned twice. Yeah. It's, it's ritual. No, it's uh, it's customs. He's like, I'm, I'm aware of the customs. <laughs> and, um, it kind of it kind of just tapers off a little bit. Like it, it's very subtle. There's no uh, end credit scene. Really? Well, there is. It cuts right to it. It's like you see Strange wake up the next morning. He actually doesn't put on his usual watch. You see him put it away. Oh, no. He repairs it. Mm-hmm. He takes off the broken glass. Because that's the watch he got the car accident with. Yep. He, so he fixes the watch, kind of metaphorically fixing himself, he felt like, because it felt like he finally moved past his past love and all this other stuff. You see him throw a scarf around his neck. He's walking downtown, and all of a sudden you hear this high-pitched whine in the background right as he kind of starts cutting his eyes. And as the sound overcomes everything else in the screen, he's on the ground. Ah! And then the worst CGI third eye pops up on his mm-hmm. fucking head. Now, I will say, I'm not one to be like nitpicky over CGI or if something doesn't quite look right. If something looks a little too rubbery. But my God, it's it was a half a second. You could have spent a little more time on it. It literally looked like an Instagram filter. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't believe this. I don't believe an eye is there. It just feels like it feels like something I would have done in my spare time. <laughs> and that's not saying it's a, it's a lot. It's a last last ditch. And then we get the whole scene where he's, you know, someone behind him hollers his name. And it's Charlie Theron as Clea, mm-hmm. the other sorceress supreme. Um She's like, fuck you, you caused an incursion. You're gonna have to meet my yeah. dad. And it's I've Dermamu. already met your dad. Yeah, it's Dermamu. Yep. Um, and she op- she tears through the universe. Cuts it she open. She doesn't need a ring, she doesn't need a star. She cuts through it because she has a knife that does so. And it was a cool scene. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, cool, now we got another story. We're gonna get another Doctor Strange movie. Um, and I don't know, did did you see because I don't remember seeing it was Doctor Strange will return. I did not see that at the end of the credits. Um because they usually did that, especially for Phase Three, was yeah, Doctor right. Strange will return for Marvel's Endgame, or well, maybe because they're not pushing any sort of big thing right now, they're kind of just leaving you on the you know he's going to come back yeah. kind of basis. But uh, like the the backstory of Clea is that's his wife. Yeah, you know she's another Sorcerer Supreme. 
She, um, her hair's a little bit wider, mm-hmm. which Charlie's there, you know, does a great job. I'm kind of curious if she'll be like an anti-hero or a villain-esque mm-hmm. toward the end. Um, I think she's, it's going to be probably kind of important down the road and just the overall storytelling. Um, but yeah, I think, I think, you know, they're setting themselves up still. I haven't seen any bad stuff. I've watched the, uh, the first episode of Miss Marvel. I've mm-hmm. not seen any deviations from where I think they're going. Yeah. But anything that, anything that is there, it's going to be great anyway. Yeah. Even the worst Marvel movie is still pretty good. Well, I think this movie was full of a whole bunch of pros, but if you had to pick one con from it, what would it be? Um, or like whether it be a plot point or uh, specifically that plot point, not maybe something they missed or they should have included, but like something watching the movie, you just kind of went, but what about blank? I think um, a big plot hole would have been um, just the way the show Wanda dying. Mm-hmm. Probably a bad show. I think so. I think it's a bad pull. Yeah. Um, maybe don't show her being crushed by a giant temple. Why not? No, because I don't want that mystery hanging over the whole time. Like you said, we didn't see them die. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, I don't want that fucking, like, just showing up out of the blue mm-hmm. and, like, them not teasing it or something. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it it kind of it kind of fucks up storytelling. DC's really good about killing people. Yeah. And that's what I like. You know, they're dead. Straight up dead. Uh, speaking of DC, I think Ezra Miller's might be dead. Uh, <laughs> but no, I think, uh, I think my only con in this, and it's kind of a plot point, which is... In all the universes, because we got also a quick scene of Wanda showing Strange all the different universes that she has kids. Mm-hmm. In none of those, and not even within the main MCU, what they've designated as 616, not even in that did White Vision ever show up. And that was a little bit of a problem for me. And the reason being is I can kind of forgive him not showing up in the main universe, but like, why was it every other universe he wasn't there? I think it's safe to assume that in that universe, Vision was killed. Right, but uh, that universe maybe. Mm -hmm. But like, we saw three or four different ones in that Vision, and we saw no Vision. And I, I just found that very odd. And the reason why even it kind of hit me in a weird way for the main MCU one, even though it's more forgivable is white vision is circling around somewhere. He was already upset with Wanda over creating the hex to start with. Considering she was creating a large one over her place anyway to conceal how much wreckage she's created with the dark hold. It feels like that would have been something that, he would have sensed and been like, Wanda's doing something again and showed up at some point I think in time. He, I think he's doing something with sword. The, the sword people. Again, mm-hmm. I think uh, Rambo's character, you know, getting powers is now the head of sword. They're getting ramped for secret wars. I think it's going to be a nice tie in with Samuel, Samuel Jackson being like, hey, we got Rambo, we got fucking. Vision, we got... So every time you say Monica Rambeau, I just think you're talking about Rambo. And I'm like, what? (laughs) They drew first blood. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, that would be a fucking line, though. (laughs) They drew first blood. But like, it's the Creed, Sam Jackson. Mm. I think that's what they're ramping up to. Oh, yeah. uh, Because that'll probably be his last movie. You think so? I think they'll kill him. I think Secret Invasion is going to be a series, though, isn't it? Uh, I'm not sure, but I think they'll finally put the... Probably kill him. Hmm. Because it, it... 
it, it'd be fitting. Then he shows up as Mace Windu somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, fuck it, why not? I'm still waiting for that in the Star Wars universe. Just a two-armed Sam Jackson. <laughs> just with a purple lightsaber. He's got to have an Anakin arm. Oh, no, he's got two. Both his arms got lopped the fuck off. No, only one. No, it was both. It was one arm. Mm. Yeah, when uh, Anakin only chopped off one arm, and then after that, they force pushed him through the window. I, 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 or, I, or lightning bolted him through the window, rather. I put a dollar on two arms. Mm, I might have a dollar upstairs. Yeah, I have. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm feeling pretty like confident this. on like this, this one. I'm unemployed, and I have a dollar. This motherfucker who's gainfully employed said, <laughs> hey, I might have a dollar. <laughs> well, I don't keep cash on me. <laughs> oh. oh, that's right. He lives in 2035. <laughs> Scooting everywhere, using yeah. my watch to pay for things. Yeah, my, my broke ass just bought some liver mush today, and now I feel like an, a broke hick. <laughs> But yeah, so I think this was a really good movie. Uh, you talk about a big, big problem was was the eye. I think if they oh, yeah. let Sam Raimi just give him like ten thousand extra fucking dollars, he would have had a puppeteer just make a fucking eye <laughs> instead of the big, and just a big close yeah. up yeah. of just like a realistic puppeteered eye just going plop. <laughs> Tell me that would have been cool. It would have. It would have shut a lot of kids up about like, yeah, like CGI. No kids oh. about CGI and everything like that. I think puppeteer would have made a difference. And, Possibly. And the only end credit we did get was Bruce Campbell. It's over. Cackling. It's finally over. <laughs> just cackling with his pizza balls. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think they've done great so far. I think the only the, the only Marvel thing that's kind of come out recently that I was just kind of, uh, whatever, was Black Widow and Shang-Chi. Or actually Eternals. Eternals. That's, yeah. That is a... The best Justice League movie you've ever seen. <laughs> I will say it's fucking fantastic. But uh, between the different Disney Plus things they've been doing, Spider Man, and now this, I'm still in it. And plus, Love and Thunder looks damn amazing. Yeah, uh, yeah, it does look good. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of curious where it goes. I'm just going to get sad. I'm kinda... And hopefully, we'll have a, a quicker turnaround on the Love and Thunder one because the guest that we wanted to get for Doctor Strange actually brought up the idea of us catching. Uh, Love and Thunder the Friday it opens and then after we watch it run back over here and record our immediate thoughts on it so hopefully we'll actually have a pretty quick turnaround on that yeah. one so that'd be pretty fun but yeah the nerds are eating good this year man tons of good uh, new movies and TV shows out but for this episode of the Couch Potatoes, I've been Alex and Chris do you have any sort of final thoughts for us so if Spider-Man had showed up in the series, now give me a now, Tom Holland would have showed up. Doctor Strange would have been like, who the fuck are you? And he would have been like, no, I'm Spider-Man. And he's like, <laughs> I don't know who the fuck that is. And like, it would have been a great 15 minutes dialogue because Wanda probably most likely wasn't affected by the stupid fucking spell. And she'd be like, yeah, that's, that's the guy who took Captain America's shield. He's like, what the who? fuck are you talking about? Like, I wasn't there for that. She's like, I was. I was cool. It was like, there was a, there was a thing. He made a Star Wars reference. It was fantastic.